You're watching The Tesla Life with your host Mark Coughlin and Casey Green. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 244 for the 9th of March, 2022. Welcome, everybody. And Patrick, your your welcomes are getting even better. <laughs> Yours truly? <laughs> you can announce your name, too, I would say. <laughs> uh, speaking of Patrick, how are you today, sir? Welcome from the West Coast. Hello, hello, everybody out there in Tesla Nation. Welcome. It should be a fun show. Always exciting things happening in the world of Tesla. And um, unfortunately, it's too many exciting things happening in the, in the rest of the world also, which we will touch on. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Also joining us as per usual, we have Mr. Casey Green from the other mid-Atlantic coast. How are you today, sir? Doing quite well. So I'm doing my part to reduce and reuse. Uh, that garage door opener sound you may or may not have heard was uh, new arms for my chair coming in, so I don't have to get a new chair. Cool. <laughs> ah, yes. you've ordered arms. Okay. Well, um, you know how sometimes they'll crack? Uh, yeah. Mine make so a now, lot of noise. Now that we're getting into short sleeve weather, uh, I'll end up injuring or scratching myself if I don't <laughs> do something about that. <laughs> Pinching your arms off. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, first in the chat today was Derek Ludwig. I uh, I managed to not be the first in the chat, although I was probably the first to open it up. Hey, Derek. <laughs> uh, I set it up and didn't say hello. He got us. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We got uh, yeah. who, Derek. We got Hockey Day. We've got mm -hmm. Anders all yeah. joining us early. Good and to those see. Are just the people who said hello. Remember last week we had a whole well, show. Well, I, I, I can't tell there's anybody else us. there. As far as I know, those are the only people there. Yeah. So, if you are out there, please say hello. Say where you're where you're listening from. Let exactly. us know. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, there's uh, always uh, news uh, to report uh, in the world of Tesla, and let's get to our first story. And uh, this is the yeah, this is the the. Uh, a questionable story. It uh, it was announced uh, recently that Elon had asked for more oil and gas production. He did tweet uh, that, yes. Which was mm -hmm. uh, a bit of a departure from an Elon normal tweet. Uh, but, uh, of course, Elon is uh, indicating about the, uh, the uh, loss of Russian oil in the world supply uh, due to the Western world cutting Russia out uh, of supplying their oil to a number of places. Uh, and of course, uh, Russia supplies, I, I hear it's about nine or 10% of the world's, uh, oil. And, uh, they're one of the largest oil producing, uh, and, um, uh, exporting nations in the world. So, yeah. uh, with the loss of that Russian oil, of course, we've all seen it here in North America. I'm sure our European friends have as well. Anders, I'm sure you could tell us about what the, uh, the up in price per liter is over there. Uh, but uh, here in North America, it's it's jumped substantially. Uh, in some places, doubling. Um, in my wife's so, country, they um, they suggested that everybody stay home or ride the bike, and then they could resell that oil on the world market. <laughs> that sounds like a stock option there, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't burn it at home, we can sell we can sell it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, most successful dealers are not users. 
That's right. That's right. Talk talk to Norway about that. Uh, right. They're ones that do exactly that. So right. uh, that's why Teslas are so popular there. That's yeah. right. That um, allows them to export more. So uh, Elon's asking for more production within the U.S. Of course, to help with that bubble. Uh, we all know that uh, reducing fossils, uh, fossil fuels, would be ideal. But in an emergency situation uh, where we are now. Of course, we all are affected by the oil price, regardless of whether or not we have an EV, because most of our products are delivered by uh, petroleum-based vehicles. And uh, we need uh, to be uh, up on that uh, so uh, we can keep prices you know, uh, from rising substantially. We've had inflation now happening for a while, and this is going to contribute to it. So uh, we're certainly... Uh, we certainly would like uh, the world oil market to even out uh, so that not everyone is faced with uh, upward pressure. Uh, there's there's Casey, yeah, with the uh, with the shell sign behind him. But uh, what what's um, what's been the increase in the past couple of weeks, uh, Casey? Has it has it jumped to double? I or... don't know. I, I don't even look at the signs. <laughs> There was actually a, a photo challenge to go take a picture with your EV and the sign. So that's the only reason I even I'm aware of what it said. <laughs> In fact, I still didn't even know until I looked at the picture what it said. <laughs> and yes. thanks, Anders, for sending in that information. That's that's great. Gas yeah, prices so... haven't been this high since 2008. And I, uh, at least around here, and uh, I got my first EV in 2007. And then right after that, gas spiked up to $4 a gallon. And I was like, yeah, this was the best time ever to get into EVs. And so here we are again. And hopefully someone else uh, just got their EV and is uh, happy not to go pay at the pump anymore. This is, this is um, a, a serious problem. We ha have to be, have energy independence. And the best way to get that is with renewable energy. Now, it doesn't, it's not the only way, but other countries don't get invaded for their wind farms, right? right. <laughs> so if you have renewables and, and batteries and you, we move off of fossil fuels, we are going to have a much more stable world. And, and I just that, that, that's exactly the reason I got into EVs in the first place. Um, some people do it for environmental reasons, some people for performance reasons, whatever. Um, and, and mine was national security that, that, we have created a situation where you have to have conflicts for resources and that's ridiculous and there are going to be wars for it and and we just we don't have to do it that way i got my prius uh right right as the gas price was going up around 06 07 and uh we were pushing we were pushing either four or five dollars a gallon uh in back then money and uh like the week after I got the car, the fuel price dropped forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But and people I wasn't have such short memories. Gas prices. This is true. Right. Like this is this is a cycle. I don't understand how people don't don't see this. They 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 get us with the high gas price and they hold it for a little while, it's either either on purpose or some world event, and then it dips down to something stupid low and people buy these consumer vehicles and then then they get caught with their pants down. Uh, and, and, and to get back on topic with Elon's statement, um, I don't know that that would actually help anything when you look at how long it actually takes to produce. Mm -hmm. Now, now where where he where it would work the way he said is if if some of these countries release their strategic reserves, but at the same time, then how are you going to refill them at that point? They can't keep you know you can't keep releasing it uh, until until they're gone. You, 
there's well, strategic we're, we're reasons. Hoping this, we're hoping this situation in Ukraine slash Russia gets resolved as quickly as possible for just for the pure humanity of, of what's going on. Oh, sure. uh, we hope that this, this ends quickly. We don't know how quickly it will be. We have no idea. Uh, we don't have a lot of control over it. Uh, the sanctions and, and things that are pressuring Russia and pushing inflation, we don't know how long they're going to be in play. Uh, but uh, as Casey had mentioned, you're right, this is a cycle. I, I've seen this cycle over the past 12 years that I've been paying attention. Uh, but uh, I know a number of people don't pay attention and they just ride the roller coaster. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, it, you know, typically they're selling, you know, uh, SUVs and trucks uh, when we're low on the roller coaster. Yes. And those people are getting burnt uh, when we go high on the roller coaster. So it's. I mean, it goes back before I was you, born, like the 70s to, yeah. and the, in the 80s and mm-hmm. 60s. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Uh, it was 2010 when I started to pay full attention to this, and yeah. uh, I was looking at the trends and said, I've got to get out of the gasoline market. I have yeah. to get out. I need transportation, but I need to be out of it. And I started looking for alternatives uh, the summer of 2010, and it took there me until go. 2012 to find something that I could afford and oh, uh, would do the job. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. the the uh, that's not to say that none of the governments are releasing their are are not releasing their strategic reserves. The U.S. did that this morning, and a couple of other allies did as well. But uh, when you when you look at the the core reasons for why this current one is going on, uh, aside from the vanity of a certain world leader, um, Russia wants the gas and oil rights that 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 Ukraine has because when you look at how international waters work, that is a component of this, even though they're not saying that in their rhetoric. Uh, if, if if Russia's main export wasn't oil, and if if Ukraine didn't have oil or oil rights, then then this probably would not be happening the way it's happening today. Agreed. Possibly, yep. All right, uh, on to the next story. What do we got here? Um, Tesla gets uh, final environmental approval for Giga Berlin. Boom! Woohoo! Now, nice. what does that mean? Means they can't sell vehicles yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they got a uh, they got a four hundred uh, point condition list of all oh. the things they have to address before they can start legally selling vehicles. Now they can start making them; they just can't start selling them. So uh, this kind of ties into our third story as well. That uh, as uh, Tesla starts to ramp up at Berlin, the 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 calls for employment went out right away. Uh, mm-hmm. They started advertising for uh, new positions uh, immediately, and uh, it was announced shortly after this week uh, that uh, there will be a ceremony on March 22nd. That is a mere 13 days away from today, and apparently they are going to be handing out vehicles to customers during that ceremony. Tesla awesome. employees have been invited to the event. And uh, they're going to have a little mini ceremony uh, as they hand out these vehicles. So, so uh, does that mean they're going to get their other permit in between now and then? They believe so. Elon okay. uh, posted positively that uh, he was happy the environmental uh, hurdle was done. And he believes that they're going to be able to hit those other 400 points and get them knocked out of the way. Uh, awfully quick uh, for 400 points. Uh, but uh, maybe maybe they're not as momentous as we're thinking. Maybe the number of them are tied together. There could be things that uh, the inspectors have to recheck uh, before they give the green light. Uh, Take a picture of the water controls. meter before you, 
um, things of that water wastewater management yeah. all that kind of stuff uh, just probably has to be checked over again so uh, tesla seems um quite happy that this is uh, at this stage so uh, i'm assuming they're not going to be surprised uh, by the uh, the last hurdle they have to get over yeah those 400 points like i said they're probably a lot of them are inter interconnected and some of them are probably rather on the bogus side <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, there have been many times before where Tesla thought they were in the clear with Germany. <laughs> this is true. That's not <laughs> turned out true. to be the case. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it, speaking of German paperwork, they, they this uh, permit that they got, the final version, was over 500 pages. <laughs> That's a significant amount of paperwork. And Did they print uh, it on the cardboard forestries? <laughs> right. And of course, it has to be printed. You can't do it electronically. And yet part of it's an environmental evaluation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> printed it on dead trees. <laughs> it just screams irony, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, finally, finally, the environmental uh, hurdle is done. And that was, of course, one of the biggest issues that they had uh, was getting through this environmental uh, viewing. Uh, it's now complete. And uh and that opens it up. Uh, you're getting darn close to being able to produce those Model Ys and start getting uh, to happy customers and getting paid for them. Um, like I said, uh, 13 days uh, before the 22nd. Uh, at this point, uh, so Patrick, just two weeks. Is that what you're saying? Less than two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> less than two weeks. <laughs> Have we got any other confirmation of a Tesla? Gigafactory Texas delivering something yet to a customer. They did get their fire marshal approval. Mm, okay. That's certainly an important one. And then the fire marshal is also reviewing their Gigafest. So, yep. It's neck and neck still. So yep. I, I went back to our last week notes. We did have somebody that was supposed to be getting a performance uh, in um, Colorado. And uh, right. that was one of the first i think their 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 number was like 137 out of that factory so a mm -hmm. very low number uh but they've yet to receive that vehicle hasn't arrived yet so uh the bet is still in play that's <laughs> right yes coming down to the wire or not elon watches the show <laughs> occasionally exactly it. so uh i wonder if uh, elon will show up for the opening um handover of vehicles on the 22nd he loves a good party yep yeah. that's true has he missed any of them yet i don't think he's missed an opening no yeah. i think they'd reschedule if you weren't available <laughs> that's <is> true <laughs> exactly yeah. okay but will he on to the next <laughs> dad dance egyptian oh, of course <laughs> oh sorry uh, who's going to take the Starlink story? I can do it. That's Casey. So, um, we talked about how, how, uh, Ukraine had asked for Starlink dishes. And, uh, I, I think we might've just discussed how quickly they, they appeared to have appeared. Um, Gwen Shotwell went into telling us more of the background on, on how that actually happened. It, uh, it was still fairly quick, but not overnight quick. And, uh, so when those dishes arrived, uh, Patrick was going to make a point where he said, uh, now that you've got your dishes, you should probably be careful so that you don't become a target. And mm -hmm. a couple hours after Patrick had that thought, Elon tweets that out and says, 
says, hey, you can probably turn these off when you're not using them, maybe camouflage them. Uh, somebody said, can you put spray paint on them? He said, yeah, just as long as it doesn't have metallic flakes because that would you know, change the characteristics of the antenna. And, uh, and, and of course, keep it far away from uh, people because uh, you've got these big white bullseyes. Uh, that, uh, and we saw what Russia did this morning with, um, with a maternity hospital. They don't think for a minute they would hesitate to, to target a Starlink terminal. So uh, he suggests you be careful. Good advice, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he suggested it kind of like the, the like the, the the nets you put over like a like a fox a foxhole, but uh, but the the, the the spray paint was a, was a decent idea as well. Like he said, make sure it's not metallic, because uh, that would suck to have a nice dish and not be able to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, there was some uh, banter back and forth between Elon and the Russian, uh, the Russian the head of the Russian. What do they call it? Rosk something. Roskimos. It's uh, yeah, yeah. They uh, there was some banter back and forth about uh, Russia not being able to supply anybody with the uh, Russian rockets anymore uh, because right. of the sanctions against Russia, as well as uh, he he had indicated. Uh, does the American space program realize that we supply your fueling for the uh, space station? And yeah. uh, some uh, some banter about uh, how uh, the space station doesn't fly over Russia. So if it crashes into the Earth, that's somebody else's problem. That one sounded like oh, a threat. Man. But, like, but, it, yeah. was, it was horrible. Like, the it's good thing, absolutely horrible. Yeah, the good thing there is we had already planned on not leaving them alone with the space station. But like that became a priority once they attacked Ukraine. <laughs> Uh, so, 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 uh, Crew Dragon Mission Four has been uh, shortened, and Crew Dragon uh, Five is going to launch a little bit earlier, just to make sure that there's a, a good handover where it's the uh, U.S. and Europeans on board, not just the Russians alone. Um, that was that was pretty cool. And then uh, in that, uh, while he was ranting, uh, Elon just replied to to the rant with a picture of uh, the SpaceX logo. <laughs> Who us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was some snarky comment about um, uh, let them ride broomsticks. Yeah, yeah they're not going to use how American broomsticks, baby. Yeah. yeah. How are the astronauts going to get to the station station space station now? He said uh, maybe broomsticks. He wasn't sure. Yeah. And then uh, Elon replied back with the with the uh, SpaceX logo and yeah. uh american broomsticks uh so <laughs> it's uh but that makes more sense anyway they were charging us over 70 million dollars per seat on their uh ancient rocket and uh, we can get the whole rocket for that plus however much it costs in ground support and fuel so like uh we can get you know three to seven people up there for for less than they were charging us yeah another example of of let's stop doing things the old dumb way and do them a smarter, better way. That's what we need. It, that's what this should drive us towards is a better future. Exactly. A future of what? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it should drive us towards a future free from fossil fuels. Yes. Boom, baby. And uh, speaking of that, uh, QA Library was asking if that might bring back the 55 mile an hour speed limit. So I, I will say that there's been a lot less drag racing going on outside my window here. And... Not not zero because there's still some people with more money than sense. And mm -hmm. when I've been driving on the freeway, usually I would be driving in the slow lane at five to ten miles an hour over the speed limit and getting past like I was standing still. Uh, and now I am actually having to pass people on the freeway to to get to my destinations. 
Right. Yeah. Some, some people, of them have figured out they should drive slow and save gas. <laughs> right. People do respond to financial incentives. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, kind of a side note, uh, but uh, speaking of fuel savings, there was a, a spot put on uh, the Today Show recently uh, of, of a reporter explaining how to get better fuel mileage. Yeah, that was awesome. Tired, <laughs> jackrabbit starts, that kind of thing. And she's explaining it from the cabin, I guess, of her car, which happens to be a, a Mustang Mach-E. <laughs> so maybe the first part of the story should have been buy an EV, then really save. My, my theory but, is it was, and then some, one or more of the editors cut that. <laughs> I bet you she announced it a couple uh, times throughout there, because like there were a nice couple cuts where they could have done it. And, and like that, that Mach-E was unmistakable throughout all of it. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like funny to see like her in a Mach-E talking about fuel savings uh, for <laughs> you know, the average consumer. She didn't have like yes. an Audi or some other gas SUV sitting next to it, and, and <laughs> the only one that they showed was the Maki. So I, that's I, I was feeling that, that either either they cut it because they felt it was elitist, or or one of the people there didn't like EVs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that and is the course, number one fuel saving tip: buy an EV. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right, the number one. Yeah, that's the lead story. That's what you call burying the lead story. Yeah, yeah. mic drop. Uh, I'm out. Right. She, <laughs> feeling she either started or ended with that and then they just conveniently clipped it. oh yeah we ran out of time uh, madam reporter sorry we didn't get that in there yeah <laughs> and then you gotta uh, end and speaking next of that of course the price of fuel is driving up the, the need of people to buy a new ev uh yes. record uh setting so uh what's happening in europe casey it's a bit of a good news bad news story there Absolutely. So, so Anders has told the story here. Uh, the estimated delivery time for the Model 3 rear-wheel drive and long-range in, uh, in Europe has jumped to almost a full year in Europe. So if you order it today, you'll get it next year. Demand, baby. That, yeah, <laughs> well, my, uh, my nephew and, and niece who picked up their uh, SR Plus recently, uh, just at the start of this uh, fuel crisis, um, they're quite happy. And uh, they had to wait uh, since October. So that was a good six months. So, uh, but hopefully with these factories coming online mm-hmm. and new lines firing up within those factories, we'll be able to reduce those rates and maybe, maybe even get some extra variants of cars on the road. Maybe a, maybe an SR version of the uh, Model Y would be nice. Uh, be price sure. down a little bit, uh, be able to get to many more families. And with the 4680 battery, Maybe they'll get that magic 250 miles that they want to have for every, every one of their vehicles. Yeah. And then before the show, uh, Mark and I were talking about whether or not they would prioritize, now that they have these two factories opening up, whether they would you know, maybe make some more Chinese Model 3s and ship them out. Or would mm-hmm. they say, hmm, Model Y is our most popular car. Let's just make even more Model Ys. <laughs> yeah. Which is a very real possibility. And uh, Q8 mm-hmm. Library is asking, uh, in regards to the previous story, how easy is it, is it to get SpaceX rocket stuff fully integrated with ISS? Scott Manley is saying they need to do paperwork, et cetera, but the boost lift could be an issue. Um, the station has its own rockets, but uh, they can't fire all that long. So if they could find a way to, to rig up some, some fuel connection or if they would just have extra extra fuel extra ready. Canister. Yeah. Exactly. It's not yeah. as strong as, as the as the um, as the rockets on, on the Soyuz and the Progress, but uh, we don't need them. It's just more efficient to use what, what because they were built for that purpose. So that's why you know it's more efficient to use them. But we don't need them. 
And then so Bucket has a very good question. It's kind of like a, a backup system uh, that, uh, and, and I'm sure given some time, SpaceX will be able to develop something as well. So that I would Absolutely. not think that would be a problem at all uh, for upcoming and changes uh, to, uh, if anything's required, I'm sure SpaceX could adapt to that. Right, Hockey Day points out that they do already supply uh, fuel, but I don't know if they supply it the same way that the that the Progress and the Soyuz do. They they do it direct. Uh, I'm SpaceX sure they're working on that way. right now. If they don't, right, and if they don't, that would be awesome. See them just oh, just kick that out and then put the put the uh, Crew Dragon right there where <laughs> where the Soyuz mm -hmm. goes. Yeah. Speaking of but a regarding... far a further place away from us, not quite as far as uh, space, but Patrick's got a story about Alaska. That's cool. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> so uh, that this is uh, Alaska is a lot closer to me than space. That's for sure. Well, actually, <laughs> six miles straight up, maybe not. Um, <laughs> but easier to get to Alaska. Yes. So this story comes to us from Drive Tesla Canada, and uh, Alaska's up north, just a little to the left of Canada. So uh, the right place for it. Location of a second Tesla supercharger in Alaska revealed in permit application. So uh, for the second week in a row, we're going to talk about Soldatna. Soldatna is where the uh, large battery pack was recently installed. And that is also the location of Tesla's first supercharger in Alaska. There we go. <clears throat> well, now they're adding a second one. That So uh, Soldatna is about three hours south of Anchorage. The new one is about 30 minutes uh, north of Anchorage in a town called, I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong. Uh, I looked up this pronunciation, but I'm still going to get it wrong. Uh, Chaugata, no, uh, Chag, Chaug, Ak. Okay, close enough. <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, stumbled on that. So um, they are opening up their second one there, according to this permit. It's going to have eight stalls. The this is not close enough to get to connect it up to the Alcan Highway stuff that they have in British Columbia, which is too bad. So, so I, I, we'll see some dots being filled in between those as they they go. And um, uh, I have driven up to a, uh, actually I took the ferry up and then I drove back a long time ago, and it's a great drive. So uh, very scenic, beautiful driving through the Yukon. Uh, we started in Haines, Alaska. And went north from there and then and then down so uh it would be really cool to be able to do that same drive in my tesla so i hope they can uh, connect those dots yeah it'd be nice to see them uh they are starting to work their way up through the interior of british columbia north uh but uh you're right there's a lot of dots to fill in between there and anchorage so uh yes. hopefully we'll see a, a few more dots start to appear uh as we push that electric highway further north uh, to connect it uh, to Anchorage. That would be great to see. Uh, next. There we go. Now I said it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they, next they're going to have to pay market rates for that thing. <laughs> what was the comment? Yeah. What, uh, he said what you... he said that Russia wants Alaska back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they're the ones who sold it for, for a few beads. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sure that uh, it was, it we got a great cash deal money, there. but it was cheap. <laughs> so let's see if we can share this uh, photo with the viewing audience. Speaking, awesome. uh, sticking with our police uh, yeah. blotter. Uh, 
keeping on top of things. Uh, this is a, 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 a car in Switzerland uh, that has been added as the first uh, Model Y uh, decked out uh, in uh, police colors in Switzerland. So um, it's interesting that you, they went with the rather large roof uh, rack lights. Like mm -hmm. Those are sticking up pretty high. Those aren't the thin ones uh, for aerodynamics. I guess they don't care about mileage. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> you look at how much time they spend not moving. Mm -hmm. That's true. And if you're in the city, of course, aerodynamics really doesn't matter all that much, does it? Right. No. So space you know, we're talking about using um, using Dragon to boost back in 2012. So uh, I can only imagine that the actual professional um, bureaucrats were talking about it long before that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And the the city in Switzerland is Saint Gallen, uh, where this where this uh, particular Model Y has started to patrol the streets. So we wish them all the success. And uh, with the price of uh, fuel in Switzerland, especially now, I'm sure it's going to be a, a great savings uh, for that department. There you go. Next on to China. China. China uh, has uh, Tesla has sold 56,615 vehicles in the month of February, which turns out to be an over 208% increase year over year from last year. Wow. So yeah. uh, we were talking last week about adding another plant in China, maybe a second mm -hmm. one right in Shanghai. Well, this is part of the reason. Uh, their explosion of sales uh, in that country uh, seems to be something they can't even get a, a hold on. Like this is this is huge growth uh, after the plant is pretty well up to full speed, and they're starting to add more lines and more production. So uh, this uh, it sounds like, uh, and of course uh, China at this point is a great a great exporter for Tesla as well, going to other countries in the neighborhood. Uh, getting shorter delivery times to Europe and Australia, um, so and some other places. So uh, if they were to produce another plant and double their production there, that would allow them uh, to be able to uh, deliver more within the country as well as uh, being a bigger exporter. So it certainly looks like uh, that is, uh, well, you would never sign up for a second plant if you didn't know what you expected the numbers to be. So yeah. obviously they know they're not uh, even getting close uh, to a saturated market. They obviously know that they need a lot more production and in, in, in this case, double uh, they're talking about right now, could be even further. So as, as of course the uh, uh, China grows, uh, the middle class grows in China, and mm -hmm. uh, and the word gets out about how great the Tesla vehicles are, and of course, being all V and uh, all EV, and uh, uh, China pushing uh, for uh, vehicles that do not pollute, it's it's a win-win situation for Tesla. They they've they've got they've got a lot of uh, customers available to them that uh, will want this vehicle. Tesla seems to be the only one moving with urgency. Yeah. Everybody else seems to be like, oh, well, you know, 2025, we'll probably have 20%, but we'll, we, we just sell these five cars now. I mean, not five models, just five cars. Right. <laughs> uh, we're, we're just talking about how you, you, we have to be moving with urgency. Things are, it, 
the world as it is now is not sustainable and we're going to pay a price for that one way or another if we don't move with urgency to make it a better place. I think the closest that we can see to Tesla in, in the legacies is, is Ford. Uh, and especially now that they have the Model E division, but I don't know if that's going to be enough given you know, you've got so much inertia with such a large company. Yeah, and one of the things, we keep hearing this, oh, the competition's coming, and they know how to make millions and millions of cars. Uh, talk is cheap, man. Words are wind. The, the, if you don't put the wheels on the ground, you can just shut your face. <laughs> uh, JT says most of the competitors can't make batteries fast enough. Uh, most of the competitors don't even make batteries. <laughs> right, and and uh, if you don't have long-term contracts in place now, and we just saw the price of nickel, it, it, again, related to Russia, the price of nickel was, is going crazy. So if you're buying it on the open market, you're now in a horrible spot. Whereas if you have long-term contracts, the, the the price on the open market is irrelevant. You have a contract price, and, and that's what you're going to get your supply at over 10 years. And uh, you have the, the, the fluctuations of the market are just noise. Oh, you want us to renew our 10-year contract? Uh, we want something closer to what we signed up for last time. <laughs> I don't care what the market rate is. <laughs> well, yeah, and and with commodities, most they they call it the the uh, silent market. I mean, most of the deals are done in long term contracts. So it's it's only that um, there's a lot of futures and and other things that are um, that can get squeezed and cause crazy price runs like this. But that's not someone who's really buying and using the product. They're not paying those rates. That that's all just market manipulation games. Uh, Hockey Day asked earlier, like, uh, if this became a war thing, how 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 much could Tesla produce for the war effort? Uh, obviously, it would probably not be a Tesla factory at that point. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, in in some ways, Tesla is moving like they're at war uh, to to get electric vehicles out there, and yeah. uh, if the, so, if, if they weren't doing this. All the things that we just talked about, like the Mach-E division of Ford, if you take away Tesla and say they never existed, they wouldn't be doing that today. They wouldn't have had the Lightning. They wouldn't have, the the GM uh, Hummer wouldn't be there. They would just be doing the same kind of uh, slow-moving promises, compliance cars, all those things. Exactly. The the other point with that is that factory only makes EVs. So unless they were going to uh, steal the output of Model Ys and strap machine guns to the top, uh, it, it would take a lot of effort to, to make uh, make that convert to, to making tanks and stuff. Um. <laughs> Another thing relating uh, to the war that's currently going on is I understand that Tesla has opened up all superchargers in Poland yes, uh, and uh, one other country. Um, there were about like six stations, four stations, something like that? Yeah, uh, yeah. all those... All those uh, are free of charge to use now uh, to help uh, ferry people out of the area. So uh, they're uh, keeping uh, keeping consistent with their message. Uh, previously in North America, when a hurricane was coming in, or uh, you know a, a natural disaster like a fire, wildfires, uh, they would make superchargers free. So uh, I'm not sure Absolutely. if it was Romania QA Library. I'm thinking it was a different name. It was, um, it was a different one, yeah. It was definitely Poland, and it was one more. I think it started with an S. Not quite sure. Yeah. Um, Hockey Day points out that uh, Canada is a large producer of nickel, and I think that they've got several Tesla contracts. Mm-hmm. And uh, where did it go? 
Uh, oh yeah, so uh, QA Library says 2030 is a strict deadline. It was 2035 to 2040 for car manufacturers not to sell fossils. If they if they do build them, they cannot sell them in Europe. And this last this past week, Germany. This person moved, really is a library of facts. <laughs> right. Uh, and this this past week, Germany moved their their deadline up by five more years because of the the, the, the current conflict. So instead of 2040, it's now 2035. Oh, in good. Yeah. yeah, when you said moved up, I assumed it the wrong way. <laughs> the, no, the good way, because yes, they realized good. they can't yes. rely on, on the externality. Slovakia, that's it. Drive Slovakia, Tesla Canada prompted us. Very good, that's awesome. what it was. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so how many other billionaires have you heard of doing anything for this? I mean, like Musk has sent the Starlinks and, and this free supercharger. They're both relatively say, small. Oh, so sorry, but, oh, so sorry. But, yeah, I... <laughs> I, if you're in that kind of well, position, well, I, I would have something. to say that some some others, you know, like um, for example, there are uh, I understand McDonald's just pulled out of the country completely. Yeah. So they shut down all their franchise operations in Russia. They're closed up and they're no longer working there. Uh, Mastercard and Visa shut down Netflix. all operations in Russia. Yeah. Um, so there's others and other corporations that are doing things. Um, certainly. Yeah. Uh, uh, as the West uh, tries to inflict as much uh, financial pressure on Russia as they can, um, mm -hmm. without without starting a war, you know that's going to go beyond the borders of Ukraine. Um, this is a <clears throat> this is a horrible situation. Um, it's there there are no there are no good things that come out of it except maybe uh, the the strength of the people getting together and and. And trying to uh, push the world in a in a in a more peaceful way. Yeah, when we have all these financial interdependencies, um, th that should help prevent these conflicts from happening, right? I mean, like you just said, if if you have businesses that are pulling their uh, products away from the country, that that maybe uh, next time they will not do this. Absolutely. Yeah. There we go. Next story is about GigaFest, Texas. So uh, we've got we've gotten some extra information because, of course, Tesla had to apply uh, for a permit uh, to uh, have GigaFest uh, at the uh, GigaFactory in Austin. And uh, some information has come back, not the stuff that we were hoping for, like how do you get an invite? Uh, right, but the information we received is uh, <laughs> maximum number of people. Now, Germany, I believe, had a maximum of 9,000 people. Uh, Texas is going to have a maximum of 15,000 people. Oh, wow. And it was also indicated that the uh, time of the event uh, will be uh, starting at about 4 p.m. and it will run to 11.30 p.m. So uh, afternoon to, through evening is uh, what they're uh, planning on doing. And uh, it looks like they're, they're going to get that uh, permit without an issue. So now uh, we wait and see who is going to get invited. How do people get invited? Elon oh, had also, got an invite. What? Yeah. It, it, nice. Elon had commented uh, that. Um, <laughs> he says, psych. <laughs> Uh, Elon had commented that uh, priority will be given to people that uh, live uh, close uh, to uh, Austin. So uh, someone had indicated that they are uh, two and a half hours by car from that location. 
and uh, Elon had responded to that person and indicated that yes, we were we were going to uh, pick people closer to the plant as our first selections, but uh, he didn't say how they were picking them. In the yeah. past, in North America, events have been covered basically from a, a Tesla-only invite list uh, that are typically, of course, Tesla owners already. Uh, I'm not sure how this is going to be handled. Um, I would like to see some, you know, some spreading out of this, uh, providing it to uh, multiple people, not just ones that are in the local area, but uh, that are uh, around. So what are you showing here, Casey? QA Library asked, uh, how big does the Tesla factory in California, Texas, and Germany compare? And uh, in in square meters, Fremont is 320,441, including the tents. Uh, Giga Shanghai is 407,392. Uh, Giga Shanghai Model Y line is 229,755. Giga Texas is 402,307 meters squared. And Giga Berlin is 245,827, which surprisingly is the smallest one. Wow. That is surprising. And it's not exactly apples to apples because uh, Fremont doesn't do battery production. They get those from right. Nevada. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the land they have for Austin, though, they could, uh, I guess, five times over what they have planned now if they wanted to. Yes. So, uh, yeah, they could get a lot bigger. Um, what was Which one was the biggest? Shanghai right now? Um, right now, the biggest is Austin at uh, oh, okay. uh, 402.307. Oh, wait, no, you're right. You're right. Shanghai. Uh, Shanghai is 407.392, so slightly bigger. Um, Pretty close. It also, has, it also has the Model Y factory at 229.755. Oh, okay. So yeah. Shanghai's got it. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't already, uh, you, can, uh, you can follow us throughout the week uh, at our uh, Twitter feed at the tesla life you can also follow us on facebook the tesla life numeral one and uh, we thank patrick uh, for doing that and uh we thank casey for uh keeping our live stream up and running so that we appreciate that every week Pleasure. uh patrick's got our next story and uh he's going to tell us a little bit about uh tesla defending autopilot to the u.s regulators what's that about yeah, so uh, there are a couple U.S. senators who are not exactly happy with Tesla. One of them Markey? Uh, oh, yep, uh, he is. Yep, Ed, Ed Markey <laughs> is one of them, and the other one is Richard Blumenthal. And uh, they have accused Tesla of uh, endangering the public and releasing software without fully considering the risks and impl implications to the public. So uh, Tesla has responded to this accusation in a letter to these lawmakers and defending their advanced drive systems and full self-driving, so autopilot and FSD. And um, in this, they, they make it clear that these are driver assist systems that require driver supervision. And um, so there's... This is, this is definitely FUD from these senators because they know, just like the media that Tesla gets clicks, this is going to get them articles and attention. And uh, I, I we shouldn't even have said their name on the show, just to, to <laughs> although we're painting it with a, a different brush, and I think a lot of these stories <laughs> will be. Um, 
I've been trying so, to get Marky in my car to show him that he has nothing to be afraid of. Well, yeah, you're assuming that he's using um, facts. <laughs> well, I'm I just think hoping that, that the team he's on means that he's not going to be arguing in bad faith, but you're right. I could be under a false assumption with that. Right, yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. There's there's one line here I want to read. Uh, Tesla informs customers on its website that FSD and Autopilot do not make the vehicle autonomous. They further inform customers that both systems require driver attention while in operation. Every time and, you pull the stock. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's that's the answer right there, is that, uh, yes, there have been people that have abused it, and um, they've put in measures to reduce that, to mitigate that. Um, we had the, you know, the backseat bandit or a billionaire boy or whatever his name was. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idiot uh, for sure. Yes, there you yeah, go. There you go. Yes, that. that's a better name. Yes, <laughs> undisputable. <laughs> so uh, there you have it. Tesla's uh, responding to these lawmakers, and uh, um, it's it's just we've seen this over and over that uh, uh, Tesla is is often a focus of things that uh, other car companies have driver assist systems. Um, Tesla just makes a lot more noise about theirs or just gets more attention. They're, they're trying things that other companies haven't tried. But the, if, if you had results showing that this was more dangerous, if you had collisions happening, um, there are 60,000 people in the U.S. that have this. And uh, I think there was a, a, a fender bender with a, um, uh, a ballard in the road. I mean, that's it so far. And it yes, there will be accidents. It was, a, it was a bumper scrape. Okay, yeah, right. So <laughs> so um, there will be accidents. Some of them will be bad. Some of them might even be fatal at some point yeah. because driving is dangerous. And that and, and if your metric is, is that, then no one should be able to go on the roads at all. Not even on foot. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> Somebody's yes. going to slip. <laughs> right. So if you could show that this, was, this system was causing significant problems, then I would be all like, "Oh yes, we should we should get some regulation in place. We should make sure they're passing some metric before they release it." But that's not the case. You have licensed drivers behind the wheel that have passed these safety score tests, so you know that they are at least somewhat responsible drivers. And um, yeah, there's, I, I don't see a need for a nanny state here. There you go. Yeah. So I, I this week, this past weekend, I uh, I took some some VIPs uh, out. And, and taught them about electric cars, showed them FSD beta, and they, they their minds were blown. They had no idea what, what was out there. And, and without, you know, <laughs> violating privacy, that, uh, that there, there's a lot of people out there that, that, that are equally uh, uninformed and, 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 and it's true. Yeah, we're we're here, you know, the Tesla Nation. We live and breathe this stuff. We talk about it all the time. And yet there are other people that uh have have no clue. So right. then, uh, getting butts in seats is the right way to spread the message. Right. And then a lot of folks, you know, they they because they're uninformed, it's not in their wheelhouse. They get their they get their the little bit of information they do have. They get from uh the folks who are out there, you know, out there trying to skewer Musk and the uh, and the uh, and the, the companies like oh yeah he's too rich or oh they're trying to kill people with their beta software and then you actually sit in and you're like this isn't scary right 
Right. It was the same thing when there were vehicle fires, even though they were happening like uh, one tenth as much as, as gas car fires. That yeah. was all over the news. So and, and to the point that if you were just reading headlines, you think every Tesla explodes every day. <laughs> they, they did that 100 years ago, QA, with the original motor car. Somebody had to walk ahead of you with the flags. <laughs> right. Um, yes. I, I do wonder... I do wonder, like, there, there were only, what, 19 bolt fires or less? And and that one also got blown out of... Out of not it as did. much as the four Tesla fires, but... Uh, I mean, there were more than that Tesla fires, but that that, that many that, that got was huge right. price release. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, it made it sound like the Bolt was a horrible car. And yet, if you compare that to gas car fires, it was still like half the rate. And yeah, nobody wants their car to catch on fire. I, but right. uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's heard, so exaggerated. I haven't heard hardly anything about the Chrysler fires. Um, but we heard about the GM, but GM, what's the difference there? They're both American companies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, speaking speaking of FSD, uh, an update here in Canada. Of course, we're supposed yeah. to be getting FSD beta, but we were told on Saturday or Friday, just before it was supposed to roll out, that it was going to be another week. So you should have heard mm. the complainer, the tw- Twitter complaints about having to drive like grandma for another week. People were just belly aching about how. Oh, so you've got the safety score now, right? Exactly. They're all in the safety score, and they're all trying to keep their hundred percent to be eligible. (laughs) So uh, they're they're faced with another week of driving like grandma. They're just giving you the exact same experience that we had. My safety score is zero because I don't have FSD. Oh well, there's that. Uh, I don't have autopilot uh, autopilot option. I didn't buy mine with that, so uh, okay. I am I am without it. So I'm not part of the group. But but did you get uh, EAP though? Nope. Oh man, so you got to pay full price. So so this is the exact same experience that we had here in the states. So uh, you, you get to drive really carefully for for a week, as Elon promised, and then whoops, <laughs> rug is thrown out from under you. Got to come back and save. But I do want to have a. Oh, uh, Hockey Day does have a point. You guys get to start at 98, where we had to be at the perfect 100. Mm. That was, that was I do want to man. tell one FSD <laughs> story. So uh, I was driving with FSD last night, and uh, it comes to a red light, and it stops. And there's a pedestrian walking his dog to my left, and uh, the car sees him, and I'm stopped at a red light anyway. And he, he goes to, to cross in front of me. A car makes a right-hand turn from the left side of me and, and almost hits the guy. And so he he jumps back up on the curb, and then after that car passes him, he has the walk light is on, right? My light's red, yeah. and he has the walk sign. Uh, he starts to go again. A car makes a, a, a left turn from my right side, and uh, now he's several steps out into the lane. So they turn, and instead of stopping, they, they go through the left-hand turn lane next to me to avoid hitting him, and they honk at him as they drive past. Um, thinking that, that they had the right-of-way and how dare this pedestrian walk in the crosswalk. With the, and, with the big, bright, white walk light. <laughs> it, right, yes, yeah. And uh, so um, at this point, he's he's about to walk in front of me, and um, I just put my foot on the brake. I didn't want FSD to even creep forward because the light... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I did, he's, you he's were not going to so take harassed. any risks here. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I, I fully step on the brake. He's as he's walking in front of me, my light turns green, 
And the little, there's a feature in Tesla when the light turns green, it'll ding at you. And it dings at me. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you shouldn't even be dinging in this situation. Because right. if I just had this Pavlovian response to ding means step on the accelerator, I would hit this guy and his dog. And he's been through enough already. Well, it it last... would beep at you before you hit the guy, but right, it is right, a beta. Yes. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, I do like that feature of, uh, you know, tell me when the light turns green. It's a nice feature to, to have. But this is maybe one case where it should have not done that. Because I <laughs> if I would have crept forward, then I would have got a collision alert warning. So you told me to go and then told me not to go. Right. My favorite <laughs> is when like, I'm like eight cars back and the light turns green and it dings at me. It's like, well, you might as well just blow the horn at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so after I got yeah. through that intersection, I turned it back on. Mm -hmm. And um, a car. there was a car in front of me and a car pulled out from the side of the road in front of them dangerously. Where they, the car in front of me almost rear-ended them. Uh, FSD saw the whole thing. It slowed down. Um, it, it, um, that was just awesome. That handled it handled it exactly the way I would have. Um, oh, there could be a, a, a potential wreck, and uh, so that so that was great. Um, yeah, it, the car's like I've seen this eight thousand six hundred and seventy six times. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they always crash. <laughs> they always slow down. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was it was really cool. It's it's making some great progress. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what version has people... last been released, guys? Uh, my, my car said it was last updated in February. Okay. According yeah, because I haven't heard anything about a release lately. So no, I lately. was wondering if uh, if something uh, had happened. Um, I think I'm on 10.10, but I just, just saw some 10.12 um, is being rolled out. So I guess they skipped 11 or... Um, or didn't so, uh, I think I'm on 10.10.2. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the same one I'm on. Yeah. Okay. Sounds right. I still haven't even made the video for it. So, like, as much as I'm complaining, it's been a month since we got one. Like, they're like, come on, just just put the video out. <laughs> right. They're going to wait until you put the video out to give you another one. <laughs> yeah. They're watching my files. As soon as I go open it to edit it, they're as like, as soon as you go to right. publish it, that's it. Right. You're, you're, you're done. going to make sure you're out of date as soon as you release. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, QA Library asks how many lives were saved due to people driving like grandma. I would say a lot. Because oh yeah, and you've got all these yeah. people who can't turn quickly, they can't brake quickly, and uh, the only place I see that there might be more danger is the amount of people running yellow lights. But uh, other than that, uh, it, it does make thousands of tens of thousands of people in each country just dial it back a bit. Yeah, how much fuel savings has there been to the car behind you? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> well, of course, now now, now the, that car is going slower than you anyway. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Very good. I'm glad Very Jack good. was much well, more lively this week than it was last week. I mean, not that yep. I don't appreciate hockey day, but it's it's nice. Absolutely. To have more Absolutely. Faces. <laughs> hockey well, day is a uh, lot better. <laughs> admittedly, admittedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I yes, I, I can. can. I can say that uh, can he. Canadian supply could supply a lot of the commodities that Tesla needs. I'm just not sure of all of it. So I know we've got nickel, we've got cobalt, uh, we've got, uh, and I know there's been a couple of announcements recently from uh, GM and BASF about building uh, battery plants in Quebec. So that's recently been in the EV news lately. So yeah, those 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 things are here. Um, and and, there's, there's and to boot, we're. We're a friendly country, so yeah. I, I don't see the problem. 
If you got to right. pay a few dollars more, wouldn't you rather deal with someone that you like to deal with and and won't uh, point a gun at you later? Right. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a big point. Uh, a lot of the places that we get uh, crude oil from are not too friendly, um, and Canada's an option. So uh, for that as well. So yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. with that, um, Patrick, any. Uh, any uh, updates for the the group on uh, cars with cords? Um, I my uh, what's in your frunk has been released. It's out there. What's in your frunk? So now you can <laughs> you can post your picture. And uh, I did get a response to that where somebody uh, showed someone who's in this war zone, Model Three. Uh, they had it fully padded out, an AR-15, a nine millimeter, clips of ammo. I'm like, oh, that is not what I intended, but that is an interesting thing to <laughs> have in your trunk. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> it depends on your situation, doesn't it? Right. right. Yeah. Get your tow bar in case you come across a Russian tank. You just take it back home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, you can check that out at carswithcords.net. And as always, I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at oeva.org. Thanks, Mark. Very good. And Casey, what do you got going on on the channel this week? I've got so much going on. Um, I don't know what videos up up on deck next, but uh, you can find that at youtube.com slash Casey Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. And in roughly an hour at uh, What Drives Us, I've got a, uh, had a chance to, with, uh, with a, a vehicle that many of you might not have had a chance to drive yet. I spent 30 minutes with it during our e EV VIP event, and cool. uh, I'll be discussing that on, on What Drives Us. Excellent. Look forward to that. Yeah, it's not a Tesla, and with so... That, <laughs> well, with that, well, you can spoil it. What is it? So people tune in in an hour. What what vehicle? It's, it's a vehicle that many people are looking forward to. Oh, he's it's even going to keep it from us, Patrick. It's terrible. It's, it's got to be a piece of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, tune in to What Drives if you want to hear that. Also, uh, we want to uh, thank you all for viewing. If you haven't already, please give us that thumbs up. Press that subscribe if you haven't already. Helps us out. Helps support the show. Doesn't cost you a dime. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. And with that, uh, we will wrap up this week, and we will meet you all here next Wednesday. And together, we will find out what's happening in the Tesla life. Indeed. And Hockey Day, no, don't be quiet. We just want everybody else to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Bye.